Hey everybody, welcome to Best Show Best. This is the best of the best show, the new version of the best show. And for people who don't know, the best show takes place each and every Tuesday night from 9 p.m. till midnight over at thebestshow.net. And if you uh, are new to the program, these are little bite-sized greatest hits samples of what we do every week. So check this out, and if you want more, you can listen to the full three-hour extravaganza and check it out. And if you want to support The Best Show, the way to do that is to uh, download the episodes and to give us reviews on iTunes and to tell people that the show is back and that you like it. So please check out this new episode of Best Show Bests. And let's go back to the phones. Phones are hot tonight. We're going back to the phones. Best show, you're on the air. They did open with Stairway to the Stars. What's that? Blue Oyster Cult. That night at the Capitol Theater in Passaic. I don't, I, I'm not sure what you're talking about. <laughs> Sounds like someone's been hitting the bong a little too hard this summer. <laughs> First thing to go is your short-term memory. Now I know who this is. Now I uh, this is uh <laughs> this is Philly Boy Roy. Yeah. Mhm. And uh you're talking about Blue Oyster Cult? Yeah. Mhm. And the last thing I think of you and Blue Oyster Cult is like a month or so ago when Paul Rudd the the movie star was in here and you called in we had the phones were on fire that night and i only took a few calls and you were one of the people to get through yeah and you wasted his time asking him about a blue oyster cult set list from a show in what was it 1975 yes you think i wasted his time he seemed into me well it was an odd question I don't think it was odd at all. I think it was perfectly logical thing to ask. The, the, the logical thing for you to ask is because you found out he was from New Jersey when he was a kid. Yeah. That you should ask him about a Blue Oyster Cult show that you remembered from 75 at the Capitol Theater in Passaic. Yeah. I think it might be the most logical assumption I ever made. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Maybe you're the dumbest thing I ever heard. Well, that actually was a perfect retort. I'll give it to you there. It bounced right back at me. Um, Thank you. Ugh. What, what, what? 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 What can I do for you, Roy? What can I do for you? What are you, a sales rep for Elger Toilets? <laughs> yes, hello. What's that, sir? You're having trouble with the flush mechanism on the B365? Oh, hold, please, sir, while I connect you with our tech department. That's what you sound like. <laughs> uh, that is that's strangely specific, what you just said. Oh, I know all about Elger Toilets. I broke a lot of them in my day. What? Uh, yeah, that's... I neither here nor there. I don't want to Wait, know. Wait, what did you say? I said it's neither here nor there that you... <laughs> that how you say it. How do you say it? That's neither here, comma, Nora, comma, there. Uh-huh. Again, I've never heard that. That must be a Philly thing. Oh, everything's Philly nowadays. 
I didn't know that. That's like I want a- that on my... I know every time I talk to you, I say I want something different on my tombstone. Yeah. But I want that one on my tombstone. Well, what if you got it on your tombstone and you had it so that it was like a musical tombstone, like the Buzzcock song, every... Everyone, everyone's happy nowadays, but it says everything's Philly nowadays. I ain't having nothing to do with nothing Steve Diggle's involved in. I didn't realize there was some bad blood between you and Steve Diggle from the Oh, Buzz- yeah, we hate each other. You didn't know that? No, I had no idea. Oh, yeah. You're too, you've got these weird rivalries between you and Robert Fripp, who you were fighting with. Hate, yeah. yeah. And Steve Diggle from the Buzzcocks. Oh, don't like him at all. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I was all PO'd when he put that flag of convenience uh, Buzzcocks thing out. Remember that? He was trading on the old band's name. I really, it really rubbed you the wrong way, huh? Didn't like it at all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're, you, integrity is the first thing you think of when you think of Philly Boy Roy. Now I want that on my tombstone. What? Integrity is the first thing you think of when you think of Philly Boy Roy? Yeah, it didn't pop the second time you said it. Yeah. All right, Roy, what what uh what what have you been doing uh this summer? What's oh my going? god. Well, it's been one for the record books, Tom. Uh-huh. I'm having the kind of summer you hear about in a Brian Adams song. In a what does that, I don't know what that means. Oh, you know, living, loving, fun in the sun on the beach. DJing, operating a portable Duncan booth, curating playlists, stumping for Trump, making an album in a statue, maybe having open heart surgery. Wow, that's a that is a long, crazy list you just rolled out there. Ain't Let, it? Yeah, and it's Wait. only July. Yeah, let's say I want to take those one at a time. You said okay. you said uh, something about fun on the beach. Oh yeah. You've been you've been uh, going to the beach with with uh, the rest of your family. Oh yeah, I'm hitting all the good ones too. And granted, they're in in Jersey. I, let's face it, Jersey got the best beaches, right? You know, I'm, I'm hitting uh, Barnegat, Brigantine, Ocean City, Seabright, Seaside Heights. I got the whole Ziegler clan here. Mm-hmm. Rhoda, Roy Junior, Rhoda Junior, Little Rhoda, cousin Ollie. Wait, who? Who's that last one? Cousin Ollie. Cousin Ollie? Who is yeah. Cousin Ollie? What? I've never heard you mention Cousin Ollie before. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, the producer said we need to, need to spice things up this time. The pro- what, what producer said you have to spice things up? The producer of my reality show. Hey, hold on. You ever What reality show? <laughs> the one I've been starring in for the last seven years. No, uh, this is news to me. Seven, you've been, you've had a reality show for for seven years. Yeah, I can't believe that. Oh I've yeah, I've never heard mention of that ever. I never mentioned Ziggler House Rules. No, it's on Shout Real. I've never heard a one word about this, Roy. Oh yeah. What did you say was Ziegler House Rules? Yeah. What are you doing? I'm go- I I want to check this out here. Oh, you're going to love it. Check it out. Okay. Yeah, here's your... 
Here you guys all are. Right? Uh-huh. Wait, there's my name. <laughs> and there's like a... Oh, what? Hold on. What's and, wrong, Tom? Yeah, there's like a... This is what it says. And what would an episode of the show be without Roy's number one rival, DJ Tom Sharpling? He's ugly as sin, and it's amazing the headphones can even stay on his head with him always picking his fur for nits. <laughs> and then there's like a picture. It looks like an ape with DJ headphones on. Oh, I could I could sue you for this. Wait, what? Yeah. Oh, you, you need to be thanking me. You should see the graphic they wanted to use. Uh-huh. It was just a wet cream-colored blob with stink lines coming off it. Okay. No, I I'm not happy about this. This is You're get um, you're getting press. I'm getting press. People are finding out about Look, you. I'm going to take care of this in my own due time. This is very upsetting. Oh, don't be upset. I think you're going to get a lot of Facebook hits. Mm-hmm. Likes. Yeah, wow, a lot of likes. A lot of likes. Yeah, that'll really, that'll really put food on the table, huh? Oh. Those Facebook likes. Look, let's move on. You said something about you made an album? Oh, yeah. It's amazing. And I'll tell you what, man, I had 150 songs written going into this. 150 songs? Wow. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, that, that's exciting. Right? Um, what, what kind of music is your album? Well, I recorded the entire thing in the Rocky statue in front of the art museum. Wait, how? Oh, you can get in it. In what? In the statue. In the statue. Oh, yeah. Oh, almost no one knows about it. Not see, on the statue. No, in it. How do you get in? Okay. Well, here's what you do. You can access the inside of the statue from the fountain across from it. You know, the uh -huh. big fountain? Yeah. There's this labyrinthian tunnel that you take to get into the statue. It goes underneath everything, and it leads up into the statue. And I'll tell you something secret. Yeah, what's that? Only myself... Mayor Rizzo, Todd Rundgren, Julius Irving, and Donna Pascal ever been in it? In the in the Rocky statue. Yeah, they won't even let Hall nor Oates in it. I don't know why. But what what I can't understand is how you you said you made a record inside of it. Yeah. I mean, it's got to be in, insanely cramped in there, right? Well, you of course it is. That's what's so amazing about Statue of No Limitations, the album I made inside it. Uh -huh. I actually got in there and made an album, Tom. Uh-huh. So you made an album in the... What, what, is the, what is the music like? Oh, that's besides the point, you dip-munch-a-doodle. It was recorded inside a statue! No, you, you've said that already multiple times, that it was recorded in a statue. But, I mean, you, you made an album... I mean, is the album any good? What does that matter? It was recorded in a statue. Oh, Roy, I guess I'm not happy with you this time. Apparently, I've been a part of some reality show that I haven't known about. I'll sort that out later. And now you're telling me that you did some album in a statue, and that seems to be the all your 
all, all that matters is that you seem, from as far as you're concerned, is that you did it in a statue. If look, just level with me. If you like, if you were reviewing this record honestly, right, and giving it like like uh, letter grades, okay, um, how how would you rate the record like? Like in terms of like like what what letter grade would you give the songwriting? D minus. D minus. Yeah. Okay. What about like the musicianship? D plus. Um. How about like the the sound quality? D. Oh no 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 no. F. F. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. It sounds worse than the Dirty Rotten EP. It's... You can barely tell that I'm wailing on a melodica halfway through it. Uh-huh. Yeah. And you, but you said you gave it a D, you, what was the songwriting grade? A D minus? Yeah. But you mentioned you had 150 songs. Oh, yeah, that's right. I was in the midst of a real creative streak. The song ideas was just flowing out of me. Uh-huh. Yeah, th- this sounds like, uh... You're being a little generous when you say you had 150 songs, which no, is the thing I've heard. You hear a lot of bands talk about how they're in the studio. Yeah, we have 80 songs, and I mean, then you hear the album, and there's not even like, you know, the songs aren't very good. And where what happened to the other 70? Like, why'd you pick those 10 of the 80? And you know, I. Are these songs on this thing, are they actually, you actually have 150 songs, or is it like, just like bits and pieces? Well, I'll be honest, only three of the songs on the album, you know, they're, they're passable at best. The rest are filler. And, you know, truthfully, on four of the songs, I'm actually yelling the word filler over and over again because I couldn't think of nothing else to say. So you're literally yelling the word filler. Filler! In various forms. Filler! Uh-huh. Filler! Uh, filler! Day well, or okay. night. That's like the the, uh, the Michael Jackson song. Yeah, filler. Because I'm the thriller, day or night. Remember the other song where, where he goes, keep up to the post office. Don't stop till you get enough. Those aren't the words. That's on on a comp called Songs About Mail. Songs About Mail. Because, yeah, M- Michael Jackson was so comped up around that time. That was just his his big thing was how many comps can I get my songs on. He was always on. getting on those Ronco albums. He was just like, maybe I can just land some some songs on some comps. Hi everybody, Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new Office Hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel. And Doug is back from down under. G'day. G'day. And his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash office hours live. Who are the animals? Because I don't smell them.
Like like those albums. Like he it was, was him, a... Hamilton, Joe, Frank, and Reynolds. Uh-huh. Just, Reunion. Just putting things on comps. Oh, yeah. 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 Like, like, did he have things on, like, cassette comps and things like that? Oh, yeah, yeah. Power yeah. of the 80s. Yeah. He would just, like, he would just send in a song. Yeah, disco power. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, Roy, I got to say, it sounds like you, you just... You think I made a bad record. Yeah, it sounds like you wanted to just be able to say that you made a record inside a statue. And uh, what is wrong with that? Tom, I'm going to take you to school, okay? Uh-huh. We're in the how age now. It's not what you did, it's how you did it and where you did it. What's that mean? What do you mean? It's not what you did, so it doesn't matter that if you made a good or bad album, doesn't matter. It's that you were the first to make an album inside the Rocky statue is what matters. I think so. Uh My next record, I'm going to make in a big shoe. Okay. Uh, Look, you you said something about a dunking booth? Oh, I sure did. Uh, What's going on with this dunking booth? Well, unfortunately, it isn't the money maker I hoped it would be. Mm-hmm. Where where do you set this uh, dunking booth up? Oh, you know the usual places: courthouses, uh, IRS offices, funeral homes, anywhere people need to have their spirits raised. You know, and what's more fun in the summer than sitting on a plank and getting dropped in hot, semi-clean water? So. Who's getting, who's doing the, I'm a little confused here. Who's sitting on the plank? The people that pay to, to, to do it. The people that need their spirits raised. Well, that's not how the dunking, the dunking booth things work. It's the whole. How do whole, you think it should work? That the person who needs the cheering is the one throwing the balls and trying to knock some uh, buffoon like you into the water. Throw the balls. That's the opposite of how it works. Oh, maybe that's why ain't no one doing it. Yeah, yeah, that might be why, because that's the opposite of fun. The whole point is to throw the balls and knock some some uh, loudmouth into the water. Oh, okay. Well, it seemed like a great idea when Roy Jr. pitched it to me. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, okay. Yeah. We're going to go back to the drawing room on that one. Yeah, because I can't picture somebody uh, coming out of a funeral, then s- stepping into a dunking booth, and then having you throw the balls at the target so that they can get uh, soaking wet in their suit. Well, okay. You make it sound like a dumb idea uh-huh. now. I'll okay. give you that much. Yeah. Well, wait, what did you say? You said something about Trump, about Donald uh, Trump. Oh yeah, yeah. Stumping for him. You're stumping for him. I sure so am. You're camp. You're campaigning for Donald Trump. Oh yeah. He's going to be our best president since General Patton. Well, Patton was not a president. Really? Yeah. Oh well, he should have been. Look, I had a very productive meeting the other day with Doug Trump, so you better shut up. Who is Doug Trump? Donaldson, you Trump-a-doodle dummy. Wait, let me play that one over again. (laughs) Ask me again who Doug Trump is. Who is Doug Trump? Donaldson, you Trump munch. (laughs) 
Okay, you feel you feel I better. I got you so yeah. bad. Yeah, you feel better now. I do. Thank you. Ugh. So where where did you meet Doug Trump, his son? Oh, outside a Trump fundraiser on the main line. Mm-hmm. You know where all the rich people are. Yeah. Yeah, I was scoping out the place to see if I could get in and get some free drinks. Mm-hmm. And then I hear this voice ask if I got any weed. Okay. And I turn around. Yeah. And there's this man dressed in a nice suit, and he's got a nice cap on his head. And I go, who wants to know? And he goes, Doug Trump does. I was like, okay. So he invites me to come smoke out in the back of Trump's limo. Okay. Yeah, and we start chatting about all kinds of stuff as we get baked. Yeah. And, and then Doug gets a call on his cell phone, and then he goes, Roy, you've got to leave right now. I go, okay, and then I, I get out, and he starts spraying all this Lysol in the limo. Uh-huh. And then his dad comes out with a whole bunch of security goons, and they all get in the limo, and they take off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if that... Uh, was I, I'm not sure if Doug Trump was uh was Trump's son actually, Roy. It sounds like that was uh, Trump's limo driver. Why do you always gotta spoil my good time? Well, I mean, I'm not trying to spoil your good time. I'm just trying to hold you to some some basic tenets of of reality here. It's Maybe all... I want to hold you to basic tennis. Okay. Well, what, what what did Doug Trump look like? Latino, mid-70s. Yeah, that's not... That's not Donald Trump's son. Mid-70s. Well, we'll, we'll differ on this. Yeah, mid, mid-70s. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Oh, Roy... What else were you talking about when you... Did you say something about surgery? Yeah, open heart surgery. Open heart surgery? Yeah. You have to get open heart surgery? Yeah. I got some really bad clogs going on. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, the doctor said I got a real bad case of Philly heart. Philly heart. What is Philly heart? Well, you know, it comes from decades of nothing but hoagies. Cheese steaks, tasty cakes, fries, frank sodas, nachos, peanut chews. Uh-huh. Well, look, I'm I'm sorry. Open heart surgery is is uh, a pretty big deal. Well, yeah, it is. But like I said, I may be having it, but I might not have it. Wait, you need it, but yeah. you might not have it. Well, you ha- If you need it, you have to have it. Look. First of all, Roy don't got to do nothing, okay? And B, I lost my faith in my surgeon. Why, why did you lose faith in your surgeon? Well, the other day I was at Wawa, you know, picking up some Enemans black and white sheet cakes for dinner. Uh-huh. And I look over, and who's at the electronic hoagie ordering station but my surgeon? Your surgeon? Yeah, and, you know, I'm... I, I don't want to break the patient doctor oath, so I don't say nothing to him. Mm-hmm. And so I just observe, just observing him, you know, from back behind the Pringles rack. Okay. Tom, 
did you know they got a whole line of cayenne-infused chips now? A line of, of what chips? Cayenne pepper. Okay. Yeah. It's like kisses playing in your mouth, but they're only doing hotter than hell, burn, bitch, burn, and firehouse. Wow, those are some fiery chips. Hot, hot chips. Hot yeah. songs, hot chips. Yeah. So anyway, I'm standing there behind the Pringles, and I'm studying my surgeon as he's ordering his out. Yeah. You're never going to believe what he did. What? He ordered extra banana peppers. <laughs> so? So? What kind of psychopath does that? Well, a lot of people like banana peppers. Well, yeah, and to a man, they're all serial killers. Really? Oh, yeah. Ted Bundy? Yeah. Flagrant banana pepper head. Uh-huh. But you'll never believe what I saw my surgeon do next. What? <laughs> You're crying. I am. He ordered his roll toasted. Okay. Well, I don't, look, sometimes I like to get my uh, uh, hoagie roll toasted. Ah, what? What is going on? What is that? What was what I just said? Yeah. Oh, that's from the Vatican's handbook on exercising sandwiches. Why? That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Maybe you're the dumbest thing I ever okay. heard. Okay, well, maybe, maybe I'm not, and maybe you're still the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Wait, slow down. No, I'm not going <laughs> to slow. You can hang with that. No, it was tough. Yeah, well... I was it, doing whippets. Okay. Well, maybe about a that, minute ago. Yeah, well, it's not like you need open-heart surgery or anything, so you're doing whippets. That's a... Oh. Yeah, this is this is as stupid as anything I've ever heard, Roy. No, it ain't. But, you know, I, I'll tell you, it reminds me of... It reminds me of that episode of What's Happening when Raj sees his therapist in a thong and he don't want to go back to him no more. I don't think that was an episode of What's Happening. It's, I think that was an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm. What's that? It's uh, well, it's a, it's a TV show. You're actually so shocked at it. So, look. I thought it was a book or something. No, look. And you know about my relationship with books. Yeah, well, uh, I'm pretty sure everybody listening can figure out your relationship with books. I don't like to hold them. Uh-huh. So, Roy, you're saying that you are not going to have... Open heart surgery that you need because right. you saw your surgeon ordering uh, 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 his hoagie with banana peppers and he wanted the roll toasted. Yeah. What kind of monster did I raise? What? What kind of monster? What do you mean, what kind of monster did I raise? Did I stutter? Do you want me to... Turn it up. You know what that's from, don't you? No, I don't. Crack a John Hughes movie featuring the greatest wrestling uniform joke of all time much? It don't sound like you do. What movie was that? Oh, come on, The Breakfast Club! Okay, The Breakfast Club. I'm sorry I'm not as up on uh, every line from The Breakfast Club. Do you uh, wear tights? No, I wear the required uniform. These Tights. are these are quotes from Breakfast Club. Uh yeah. Uh-huh. Uh Richard, uh Dick, will milk be made available for us? 
Okay. Those are great lines. Look, it, it, I'm glad you're such a huge Breakfast Club fan. But uh, I, I, I'm more, I got to say, I'm much more concerned. I feel It feels like you're like avoiding discussing the important matter at hand. No, man. No, I ain't. Yeah. Let's talk more about this surgery. Uh, who who is this surgeon of yours? Roy Dean Sinclair. Wait, what did you just say? Roy Dean H. Ziegler. Roy Junior. Yeah. Roy Junior is your surgeon. Yeah. Why? Uh huh. Well, why? Why is he's not a surgeon for starters? No, but he's getting real good at it. At surgery. Oh yeah, yeah. He practices on an old blocking dummy we stole from the Temple football team. I don't. I want nothing to do with this. The idea that you're going to let your son practice open heart surgery on you because you've seen him get good at practicing surgery on a blocking dummy you stole from a football field. Yeah, he gets most of the stuffing back in. Oh, Roy. Oh, Roy. I don't like how you're talking to me. You're being a real munch butt. Oh, okay. I Look, don't I'm, wanna, I'm I sorry don't... I lashed out at you. Okay. I got a lot of stuff going on. I'll tell you what. There's something I didn't want to bring up, but I'll bring it up, okay? What's that? This Ashley Madison hack has got me really on pens and needles right now. Oh, Roy. Don't tell me you have an Ashley Madison account. Don't you? Don't I? No, I don't. Oh, really? Yeah, really. You, you seem like you'd get really wild. Ugh. No. no? No. Well, look, I'm just following the law of the Philly jungle, which is, of course, when the wife's at work, I get to be a jerk. <laughs> That's... <laughs> When the, yeah, that that old standby, right? Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. Why don't you get that put on your tombstone? Oh no, are you kidding me? I need I need my my reputation to to be to be sparkling when I pass on. If I pass on. If. Yeah, I'm thinking about not dying. Oh you, yeah, you're giving that some thought. Yeah. Yeah. So so basically. So. So you're <laughs> I've never heard you make that sound before and I hope to never hear you make it again. Okay. Um fair enough. So you're worried that Rhoda is going to find out you've been kind of uh running around behind her back. Oh, no, she knows all about that. I'm a scared she's going to yell at me for using her debit card. For the Ashley Madison account? Yeah. You're worried that's how she's going to get in. <laughs> well, you just did it again. You did it I again. just saw a mouse run by, and it had a little Flyers jersey on. Oh, that's actually cute. Right? That's what happens down there in Philly? Yeah. Oh, I mean, I'm not sure why. When you see the mouse, you have to say "yeah" like I don't that. know. It's like it's like a, it's a Pavlovian response, I guess, right? Like he's like you're keeping the mouse at bay by exactly. doing that. Exactly. Yeah, I'm keeping it in a bay. Yeah. Oh, ha hang on. 
going, Joaquin? Hey, I don't mind you cranking tunes, but have some respect for me, Familia, okay? Oh, what, 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 I don't know what that just was. What, do you have a house guest? Yeah, I'll tell you one thing. He's getting more than a little on my nerves, to be honest, right now. Uh-huh. Yeah, but you know, a bro, he's a bro in need, so I gotta honor the code, right? Uh-huh, sure, yeah. sure. I mean, El Chapo's cool, but, but he just needs to respect the house rules a little better. Yeah. Okay. Hey, have you seen this new show, Sex, Drugs, and Rock and Roll? I'll tell you, man, Hollywood finally gets it right when it comes to an accurate portrayal of what it's like to be in a rock band. What do you think about it? Yeah, I thought the show was pretty stupid. I mean, it was, uh, I just the idea that this band is supposed to be, like, do, doing Boston rock and, wait, did you say something about El Chapo a yeah. second ago? Yeah. And, and okay. Who, he, he's your... Wait, you don't mean El Chapo, the head of the, uh, how do you say it, like Sinaloa? Si, por qué? Cartel? Si. Mm-hmm. He's the guy who escaped uh, from a Mexican prison like two weeks ago. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And can I just ask you a question, uh, Roy? Sure. How do you know uh, El Chapo, I guess is part one of the question, and then the second part is going to be... Why is he staying with you in Philadelphia? Oh, well, for starters, we're tight bros from way back when. Uh-huh. What? Oh, okay. I thought you were going to make a joke about, um, you know, how your favorite guitarists are uh, like Gilly, David Gilmore, Richie Blackmore. Uh, was it like Robin Trower at the Troubadour, I think, and then Jimmy Page? What? Why, why would I do that? You know, t- tight bros from way back. Yeah, I said we were. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know, Tom, sometimes I think it's you, not me, who's the mentally disturbed part of this friendship. <laughs> uh, so... Uh, just answer the question. Okay, I'll, I'll nutshell it for you, okay? Uh-huh, okay. Okay, well look, maybe I'm talking out of school here, but back in the early to mid-80s, it's no secret that the Philly rock scene was fueled by Mexican Mexican funnel cake sugar. Mm-hmm, okay. Tom, that's slang for rails. Yeah, okay, I kind of figured that out. Okay, well, anywho, it also ain't no secret that 90% of the aforementioned sugar... Mm-hmm was coming from the Sinaloa cartel. Okay. The other 10% was, of course, coming from the Phillies baseball team, as a previous caller explained in vivid, humorous detail a few weeks ago. Yeah, a guy called up and talked about, a baseball player talked about how baseball exists to sell drugs. Yeah, yeah. Anywho, who, um, El Chapo was just a foot soldier back then. Okay. And his beat was Philly. Okay. He was supply- he was supplying Krell to everyone back then. You know, the A's, Robert Hazard, Ken Queter, Dick Tracy, McRad, Why Die, The Impossible Years, Sadistic Exploits, Bunny Drums, uh, Executive Slacks, Bricklin, Cinderella, who else? Uh, Five Story Fall, No Milk, Flag of Democracy, Narthex, 
uh, Ruin, Psychotic Norman, Brittany Fox, Hair Club for Men, The Automatics, uh, Electric Love Muffin, to name just a couple. Wow, a lot of good bands in there. Oh, yeah, right. yeah. I'll tell you one other thing. Yeah. He was super tight with the Hooters. Okay. Oh, yeah. He bankrolled their Amore EP. El Chapo. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's crazy. I never oh, heard yeah. that. He advised them to start wearing those multicolored jumpsuits. Uh-huh. Yeah, said it made him look more fun. That <laughs> made him look more fun. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, that's also him singing backups on Punk Rock Girl. The Dead Milkmen yeah. song. Oh, yeah. He was their first tour manager until Dan Mapp got on board. Oh, I, I know who Dan is. Oh, yeah. It's a party. Uh-huh. Anywho, I met El Chapo at one of those all-night hardcore shows at Love Hall back in 83. Mm -hmm. Oh, man, what a bill. Minutemen, Husker Du, White Cross from Virginia, Circle of S Hit, and some others I don't remember because I was doing mucho rails. Uh-huh. And at one point during Everything Falls Apart, yeah. Chapo and me, we jumped off the balcony holding hands. Okay. It was awesome. But we also took out Greg Norton's bass rig in the process. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was bad. But ultimately, it was no biggie, though, because Chapo just pulled, he peeled off a wad of bills and he handed it to Greg and he gave him an extra 20 bucks for mustache wax. Roy, I, you know, I've known you for uh, a long time. Yeah. And uh, you've told me a lot of different things. And I have to say that story you just told me might very well be the weirdest thing you've ever said well that means a lot to me thank you frank uh-huh tom oh tom sorry yeah yeah but anywho yeah me and chop have been buds ever since and i've been sending him silly care packages with tasty cakes and peanut shoes ever since then and he sends me packages with well you know <laughs> oh yeah, I, I can guess what the yeah. packages are. Yeah. So anyway, when he busted out of L7, uh -huh. he made his way to Roxboro. And he's been hanging out here the whole time, and he blends in real good. Because don't nobody give a rip here. In Philly. Yeah. People just don't care past no, a certain no. point. Uh -huh. No. Well, I mean, I guess that's... Uh... What, what what's going on, Roy? Oh, hang on. What? Oh, no. What? Old Doug must have told Donald Trump that El Chapo's here. Because the Donald just pulled up in a double-stretch limo. Wait, you, you told him... The Doug Trump, that El Chapo's staying with you? Look, when I vape, I get loose lips and I brag about stuff. Just like that poster from World War II. Don't vape and talk, or it's the plank he's going to walk. Remember that poster? No, I, I don't remember. I don't remember any motivational, uh, inspirational World War II posters that uh, mentioned vaping. Look, this is no time for micromanaging my use and or misuse of the English language, okay? Okay, well, you're the one who brought it up and asked me if I knew it, so I'm well, just answering your question. Well, don't yell! 
I'm not yelling. I'm just oh, trying no. to... What? Oh, no. What's going on oh, now? Oh, Chopo's muy angry. He's getting in my dune buggy. What? We, he's getting in your dune buggy. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, no, he's out in the middle of the street. In your dune buggy. Yeah. Which I did oh. not think was working, but I'm glad... I. I guess good news is it's back on it's back on the oh, road again. He's a great mechanic. He should do work on your car sometime. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. Oh no, he's facing Trump's limo. Okay. Oh no, he's revving it up. The buggy? Oh no, he's revving the buggy up. Oh no. Oh, oh no. Oh, he stopped. Oh. That's a relief. Wait, what is that? Oh, yeah, he put a Mexican horn on my dune buggy. A Mexican horn. Yeah. Okay, that's what? troubling. But I know. Yeah. What oh, is, no. Yeah. Now Trump's revving his limo. Oh, no! It's got like a 14-cylinder in it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Oh, he, he cut it off. Oh, okay. Well, that's a so it's all. What's that? What is that? Is that the who just honked? That was Trump. That was Trump. Yeah, his limo's got two horns. Yeah, well, I would figure his limo would have two horns because he's right, a pretty, wouldn't you? He's like a, he can afford it. Sure, and he would tell everybody that he can afford it too. Exactly. The braggart. What was that? Yeah. I don't know what that was. The dune buggy's got two Mexican horns. If that was a horn? Yeah, well, you know, it's not like a, a traditional horn. They do things a bit differently down there. Yeah, okay. Well, it sounds like you've got a real... God, God help me for saying this. It's a, 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 literally a, a, like, a stand, like a Mexican standoff, like in a movie. I don't know if you heard that, but I dropped my phone. Yeah, I did. I did hear that. Well, it's all one big joke to you, isn't it, Tom? Uh Uh-huh. Well, no, I was trying to make a reference that would keep it in check with why what? It's just bad. And I'll tell you one thing. Yeah? This is why you never get asked to go on Bob's Burgers. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Bob's Burgers. Yeah, I haven't been asked to be on Bob's. That's right. Oh, and you know what? I'm I'm paging through TV Guide right now. Yeah. Looks like Mike's going to be on this week. On Bob's Burgers. Mike yep. is on Bob's Burgers. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Says here he's playing a character. Let me see. Uh, Tim the Wiener Man. Tim the Wiener Man. Yeah. I... What is... I, <laughs> I that, don't know what it is. I don't know either. I didn't know Mike was... Um, Things are taking off for him, I tell you. Mike is doing pretty good lately. I gotta say, he had that song. I don't know if you heard it. I was the first person to buy it. You were the okay, and then he had the uh, uh, the the children's uh, audio book he wrote. Oh, I loved it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was pretty. I impressive. think it would have been ruined if you narrated it. Uh huh. Well, I didn't. Yeah. So that's a. It's a. I was not. I was not asked. So it's a moot point. It's a madhouse out there, Tom. Oh, What's no. going on? I don't like it. 
Oh no! Oh no! It's all going down. Oh. Everyone's revving. Okay. Uh. Oh, oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Chopper's barreling towards Trump. Oh my God! Is that an explosion? Who's worse? smoke. Uh-huh. I don't like the looks of this at all. Yeah. Nothing's happening out there, Tom. Well, it's quiet now. El Chapo's alive. He's alive! Yeah, yeah. He's... So that's that's El Chapo's music playing oh, in the yeah. background? That's his I'm Alive music. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty on the nose. Um, but... but So, but... It, thank God he's alive. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. What, what he's about, a hero. Okay, what about Trump? Oh, I think he bought it. <laughs> he bought it! Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I'll tell you what, Tom? What's that? The best news of all? Yeah. El Chapo is en route to New Jersey right now. Oh, that, wait, how is that the best news? Well, I gave him your address. Oh, well, thank you for that, Roy. Uh, oh, yeah, but don't worry. He's only going to be staying with you for three weeks. Oh, okay. Oh, only three weeks. Yeah. Well, that's You're going to love it, unless he kills you. Okay. I got to go. Happy summer. Arriba, arriba. Well, well, how about that? I don't even know what to say. I'm not sure what to make of any of that. Oh, my goodness. So Donald Trump, I guess, just bought it on the street. El Chapo got him. And um, now he's coming to my house. Okay, that's that's a comforting feeling that he's uh that he's on his way uh yeah how about that mike yeah yeah <laughs> oh i don't even know what to i don't know what to do i don't know what's going to happen now he's coming i guess maybe i could, his music what about that music Like he bought a, he bought a, like a, a, well, that is, oh, I guess the, I guess the headline is that El Chapo's coming for me. I guess I can't lose. 
I can't get too caught up in the music el- <laughs> into that. Yeah, I guess that's what I should focus on more is that this uh, maniac is on his way to get me. Thanks again, everybody, for listening to Best Show Best. And I want to thank Martin DeGrell for uh, supervising the episodes. I want to thank Jason Gore, Pat Byrne, Martin Sellis, Brendan McDonald, AP Mike, John Worcester, of course, and you. And once again, listen to The Best Show live each and every Tuesday night on your computer at thebestshow.net. Thanks so much. Bye.